Australia's unemployment rate keeps rising. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, I'm Florian Heiser and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Once again, I'm working through today's news with a stein of coffee to keep me going. And I thought we would have a look at this article because unemployment figures have just been released. They've just been released and they've gone up. They've gone up for the first time in, well, a while. Let's have a look. We'll jump here to one of my favorite websites, which is uh, Trading Economics. We can have a look here and I've brought up the Australia. Uh, economic indicators, GDP growth, unemployment rate 5.3%, and it's gone up from 5.2% in the previous month. We'll just jump here. You can see that's there. So one, two, three, four quarters since the last time it went up. That's a fair bit. Let's look at the max data. So here you go. It's still, you know, nowhere near the heights that it's been. It got down around 4% for one period back in the 80s. 84, look at that. 92, the re recession Australia had to have. Boom, over 10%. This is based off ABS data. Now, another thing to think about is here. This is the Roy Morgan data. Now, I've got a video and I will, once again, I'm, what I have to do is I need to write down the time. So one minute and 28 seconds, 28 seconds. I'm writing down the time on my, my OneNote. So I can put a title card up above my head that looks at a video where I discuss the Roy Morgan methodology. Now there's different methodologies to the ABS statistics, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, and the Roy Morgan. Just the questions they ask and what, what criteria will remove you from the results. So I tend to prefer their much more pessimistic figures. So they have unemployment at 18.7, unemployment at 7.1, and 15.8 as people who are kind of underemployed and unemployed, marginally attached to the economy. If we got the top here, you know, you're underemployed and unemployed is underemployed. So that means people who pretty much aren't getting enough work. Well, ABS, you're considered employed if you work one hour within the, the period of their survey. One hour a week. One, one hour, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, even if you're doing those, uh, I, I know um, some people are uh, going, Florian, Florian, that, that. The video I did about cold rock, no one earns 50 bucks an hour. Well, you do under the retail award if you're doing extra time on a Sunday, double time rates. You know, so there are people earning that much. So I guess maybe if it's one hour at cold rock at Sunday on nighttime, serving ice cream, you could live off that for 50 bucks. What does that get you? Wouldn't even fill up your tank these days, would you? Would it? Uh, get you a bit of mince, wholesale price. You know, you cook that. Some potatoes, now that the potato board is gone in Western Australia. So... Yes, 50 bucks ain't much anymore, is it? Let's have a look at this article. So the unemployment rate keeps rising to 5.3% in August. Well, it's the first time it's gone up in well, at four quarters. So keeps rising. You know, sh should be unemployment rate jumps up for the first time in a year. So unemployment has continued to to, oh no, sorry, not a year, four months time. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Hang on, I'll just jump back here to make sure. Well, there we go, yes. I love this website, it's really useful. Really useful. Yeah, it's monthly. So it's the first time it's gone up in four months time. I'm thinking four quarters. It's too many of these things are all over the place. So it hasn't gone up the last time. 
Well, when's the last time it's been at 5.3%? Ooh, so that's a, a significant jump, I'd say. So it's been a while since it's been at that point. Go to max. It doesn't look as impressive over here, does it? What do you columns? So here you go, 5.3 there. Beginning of the year. So let's jump back to this article. So unemployment has continued its steady grind higher, hitting 5.3% in August. It has been rising since hitting a seasonally adjusted decade low of 4.9% in February and is now at its highest point since June last year. This is disheartening for the Reserve Bank. We all feel sorry for the Reserve Bank, which has been hoping the trend will be moving down to 4.5%. It's theoretical idea of full employment that would drive wages growth up. Okay, 82% of people in a recent survey here in Australia think we're heading for a recession. Th that just tells you the mood of people out there. That I don't understand how uh, the RBA doesn't appreciate that if things aren't going to get better until they get worse, psychologically. It is, of course, worse for the estimated 716,800 people stuck in the jobless queue. The increase in unemployment comes despite an estimated 34,700 jobs being added last month. However, that increase was heavily skewed to part-time work under employment, where more than 50,000 part-time positions were created, while 15,500 full-time jobs were shed. Interesting. I wonder how many people were cut and given their job at part-time. That happens in tough times. You know, there's been, we've had to do it. We've had to cut back on guys' hours, on the team's hours when we had staff. And, you know, we can't keep you going. Rachel was working where everyone had to cut back their hours. What can you do? I've even heard of architects being hired back below award at student rates just to keep their jobs. Some people have to, have to take it because, well, times are really tough. I haven't heard about that recently, though. The quality of job creation is also becoming an issue with the annual pace of full-time job creation slowing back to levels seen at the end of last year, while full-time work as a percentage of jobs created is now at its lowest level in more than a year. In recent months, employment growth has been driven by more part-time roles. Indeed, economist Callum Pickering said, there is also a growing divergence between employment growth and growth in hours worked, Mr. Pickering noted. That suggests while the economy is still creating jobs, it isn't necessarily creating the same quality of jobs as it was a year or two ago. Hmm. I can't say that's surprising. So here we go. You've got new jobs in the orange and unemployment rate. So it's going up while new jobs are increasing. Wages remain under pressure. The data does, does little to support a pickup in wage growth with little erosion in labor market spare capacity. Well, yeah, there's, I don't understand how anyone can even contemplate the idea of wage growth happening. It's just, we need to look at the profitability of businesses. It's too tough out there right now. As the number of people looking for wage, for, sorry, looking for work edged up, the underutilization rate, those who are either unemployed or looking for more hours of work rose again to 13.8%. BAS Oxford economist Sean Lancake said the figures provide further evidence that the labor market may be losing some momentum. That's an understatement. 
While employment growth has been reasonably healthy over the past year, the demand for labour is being met with increased supply. This is working to keep a lid on wages growth, Mr Lancake said. A large part of the increased supply came from population, from booming population growth. Uh, the last quarterly ABS data shows Australia's population grew by another 389,000 or 1.6% in the 12 months to March, driven by a 250,000 rise in net overseas migration. UBS economist George Therano said the obvious implications were that unemployment will continue to trend up and the RBA will have to cut interest rates again as early as next month. After quarter two GDP dropped to the worst since the GFC, the unemployment rate is rising and lead indicators indicate ongoing softness, he said. Given the RBA's minutes strengthened their easing bias, stating they would assess developments in both international and domestic economies, including labor market conditions, and would ease monetary, monetary policy further if needed, we still expect a 25 basis point cut in October. Well, there you go. Components of annual population growth. So here's our total growth. Here's the natural increase. And here is the net overseas migration. Look at that. Boom. What's driving our population growth, guys? Does that seem natural? Perhaps that could be, I don't know, influencing the population bubble or the property bubble. We'll have a look here at some some overlays. Well, our GDP is highly dependent on investment in property. Here's a quote from Matt Berry that I'll bring up. And this is, you know, in 2016, 67% of Australian GDP growth came from cities of Sydney and Melbourne. How much of this population increase has gone to those cities? The CBD... The, Area from the Sydney CBD to Macquarie Park accounted for 24% of the entire GDP growth of 2016. And this is the thing, when you have such a demand for population growth, putting a demand on a housing stock, it's going to drive up the costs of all of that stuff. And I will bring another image up here, which is foreign investment in our property sector. You can see here the portion of foreign investment. It reached a peak between 15 and 16, at nearly at over 90%. So these type of things heat up sectors. They all come together and they... It, it's frustrating that the cost of living... You know, sure, inflation takes account of renting. But does it take account of the cost of housing? Used to be a time, home ownership used to be an expected thing of the average Australian. Quite easily obtainable on one income. So it feels like we've had, you know, insane population growth. Insane. And uh, it's had a flow-on effect to the economy, and we're just starting to feel the outcomes of that. So when you overheat a sector, it has to cool off. It just has to cool off. It's part of the boom-bust cycle we have in this system. So, New South Wales and Victoria lead job ad slump. The figures also point to the gap in Australia's two-tiered jobs market widening. New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT continue to enjoy unemployment rates below 5%, considerably lower than the other states. 
South Australia suffered a sharp spike in unemployment, up 0.4% on a seasonally adjusted basis to 7.3%, the highest across the nation by a considerable margin. I had no idea South Australia was over 7%. Well, it, well, I didn't know it was that high. That's insane. Wow. There's real concern that if conditions deteriorate in Sydney and Melbourne, even by a bit, then the entire labor market would deteriorate rapidly, Mr. Pickering said. Well, yes, it would. We'd, we'd be looking at 7% everywhere so once again sydney and melbourne they're propping up the housing market and they're propping up the unemployment figures these those uh, concerns may well be realized judging by the latest job ad figures showing a collapse in employment opportunities in both those capital cities last month online job agency seek said ads plummeted almost 17 percent in sydney and 12 percent in melbourne in in august compared to a year earlier there was also sharp declines in brisbane and adelaide Seek's Australian New Zealand Managing Director, Kennard Banks, oh, sorry, Kendra Banks, said weak economic growth and private sector investment were at the heart of the job slowdown. Lower consumer spending is having a direct impact on business spending, with many companies tightening their budgets, which can include a restriction or freezing on hiring, Ms. Banks said. Well, yeah, I encountered this months ago. Months ago, we were doing a put a proposal in that we'd, we'd won for a big, you know, new building at a large international manufacturer, just locally. And they said, nah, not going ahead. Everything's been put on hold. Everything, all CapEx spending has been put on hold. It's come from the US. So there you go. This can be seen across the country with the, with the visible reduction in number of job opportunities. So what do we got here? August and July, unemployment rates. Wow. Look at that. And then it's us. Oh no, Tassie. So South Australia, Tasmania, and then Queensland. Damn. And ACT with all those civil servants. <laughs> so there you go. So, you know, don't know Luke, one of the viewers here who lives down in Tassie. Don't know if I can head down to Tassie, mate. Young employment's too high, too high. Much, much, you know, so much worse than Queensland. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Um, I mean, I personally think it's inevitable that we're going to hit recession. Whatever they do is just going to kick the can down the road a bit more and people need to prepare. I've done a video, five things to prepare for the recession, and I will link to that right here. And I'd also like to thank uh, all of you who are supporting the channel, um, even just by watching it and, you know, putting up with the advertisements and um, sending your hints and tips. I really appreciate it. The channel's growing. And I'm really enjoying doing this, to be honest. I also want to bring to everyone's attention, I do have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel with a uh, contribution every month. You know, I've got different tiers here of things that you can get. You can get recognition, that type of stuff. I also have a Subscribestar, if you prefer Subscribestar as well. And uh, check them out. The links are down below every time. And thank you all so much for your help. And have a great day, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Take care.